This episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered was brought to you by Balesa.co, a amazing porn blog for women. It has articles, it has videos, it has all the kind of stuff that women looking for porn that they want to watch would really, really enjoy. So make sure that you check them out. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O. Today on the podcast, I have somebody who's just so much goddamn fun, and I never get to see her as much as I'd like to, so I'm so excited to spend a full hour with her. We're going to have punk porn princess Joanna Angel on, and we are actually fresh off of a circus gangbang that we just shot this week, so we have so much to talk about, and uh, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. So, without further ado, Joanna Angel. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered. And today I have Joanna Angel in the studio. Hi, girl. It's we, good to be here. It's good to have you here. Yeah. We are fresh off of a gangbang shoot that we shot together we earlier were. this week. I know. It just like like all the stars had aligned. Yeah. It was perfect. You know, it, was, it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> I'm like, we can talk about the gangbang. We can talk about the gangbang. Because I, you know what's funny? It's almost like it's a Christmas present to me every year or something like that because I don't normally shoot gangbangs. Right. But I shot your gangbang on Monday. Mm -hmm. And then last year I shot a gangbang for Riley Reed. Oh, you did? For Christmas. It was for actually Christmas. a Christmas gangbang. Oh, it gang was bang. a Christmas gangbang. Yeah. So she did a couple gangbangs this year, I guess. So I feel yeah, so it was for her site, like same kind oh, of thing okay. as you. Cause honestly, like generally gangbangs are not like my thing. It's funny. I actually never get, almost never get booked for boy girl shoes. Get booked for girl girl, which is fine. Right. Um. But I do. I like shooting gangbangs when the girl has produced it. Yeah. Because then well, I. It's a whole know different thing. It's a whole different thing. You planned it. You picked the guys. You picked the scenario. And it, it's got to be special. Yes. Because. Paying five guys yes. and paying you, that's a lot of money. <laughs> and let's not forget the circus performers. Yes, this was probably literally the most expensive scene I've ever shot. I think so. For one scene. I mean, I made it into two scenes. I, I almost tried to do that thing, but I, I was like, no, I got to just put all my energy into the gangbang. You know, sometimes people try to stretch out gangbangs where it yeah. starts as a girl-girl, yeah. and then there's a blowbang, and then there's this and there's that, and so they have like a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, nope. I want to just, I don't want to be tired by the time the gangbang comes around. So it's yeah. like, I'll do a solo and a gangbang. But I was trying to, you know, been in porn for a long time now. Yeah. I've done two gangbangs in my career. Um, oh, really? I have, yeah. Okay. One was uh, in my, I don't even know, um, in my first couple of years of porn, mm -hmm. you know, that was really fun. Um, my the last one I did, God, it was about like six years ago. It's so where does the time go? Uh, dude, it's it terrifying. feels like it was like last year. I was like, oh, yeah. well, I did I did a gangbang kind of recently. I'm like, oh no, that was like over like six years ago. Yeah, no, it's really scary. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so I did a gangbang about six years ago, and that one was really got a lot of attention. Probably one of the most popular scenes I ever did because it was a Hanukkah themed gangbang. <laughs> 
And it was called Eight Guys, Eight Nights. So I did Eight oh, Guys. And you know I what? Actually, I saw the box cover for that. I don't yeah. remember how it came up, but I thought to myself, that's it, it circles around like every year around like holiday time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I actually had all the guys stand in the beginning of the game being like a menorah, like the tallest one was in the middle. <laughs> and, you know, and they all wore blue and white. And, you know, and I just like did that cheesy porno holiday decoration where you just take a bunch of wrapping paper and put it on the wall. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah. it's Hanukkah. I don't yeah. know. Well, Hanukkah is very, like, way less festive than Christmas. Yeah. You know, so there's really only so much you can do. You're like, okay. I don't know. There's a menorah and <laughs> some blue menorah. and silver. Yeah, some blue. I don't know. That's <laughs> all we got. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so that was the last gangbang I did. You know, because I think even at that point, I was past the point in my career where it was like, oh, look, Joanna's doing a gangbang. It's so exciting. Usually it's exciting enough to do a gangbang. Right. But like at that point in my career, I was like, it's not going to be exciting. You for had me to, to step do it a up a notch. It has to have like a gimmick. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and everybody knows I'm Jewish. And everybody had always asked for me to do like a Jewish themed porn. But I, I was like, there's not, you know, to me, actually, Judaism is kind of sacred, you know, because mm-hmm. I think of my family when mm-hmm. I think of Judaism. So there's not that much, like, sex when I think of it. But the Hanukkah gangbang was, like, kitschy and silly enough yeah. for me to, like, you know, like, yeah. I would never want to do a scene where, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. That's, but um, that's so good. I, yeah. What I love about you is that you just, you don't take yourself very seriously. I don't. And you're one of those girls, like, the, you know, some girls are very particular about the way they look. And they're like, my hair has to be like this. My makeup has to be like no, this. I'm, like, I only want to look glamorous. Like, you painted yourself green. I painted myself and green, did, like, a yeah. Grinch-mas. The Grinch, yeah. The, how the Grinch gaped Christmas. That was another. You won awards another, for that, too, right? Um, it wound up getting, it was nominated. It didn't wind up winning because it was nominated for Best Parody. So, like, putting that against one of Axel's movies, which is yeah. kind of ridiculous, you know? But yeah. it was nice to be in the same category, yeah. you know. Didn't you get nominated for best a cleverest title? Yeah, clever title of the year. I think I managed to get that one almost every year. Which one was? Oh, for this year, I was nominated for clever title of the year for uh, Milf Life Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun movie. I made a lot of fun movies this year, but um, yeah. So, so I was trying to think now. You know, uh, it was kind of funny because I, I recently changed my hair. My mm-hmm. hair is the same. For like ten years, mm-hmm. I had the pink and black hair, and it yeah. sort of became my trademark, and it's shorter now, my too. signature thing. And then I, I don't know, like about two months ago, kind of appropriate because I did make the movie Milf Life Crisis about a bunch of girls in their mid thirties going insane and doing mm-hmm. drastic things, mm-hmm. um, so which is kind of my life, <laughs> but. It was kind of, I don't know, I was like, I just want to do something different. I just want to do something. So I changed my hair. And then once I changed my hair, everyone was like, oh, you look so great. And I'm like, well, now I have to make a whole bunch of new porn with this hair. Yeah. So the first thing I thought was, I should do a new gangbang. I should do yes. a new gangbang. New hair, new gangbang. New hair, new gangbang, you know. Now the other gangbangs are outdated. <laughs> now that's, you know. And... um. I don't know. I've been in the mood to do some just crazy shit lately. But then once again, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how do I make this special? Right. Like, most of the time, like I said, you know, Riley Reid doing a gangbang, that's special enough because she's not a girl you assume would do gangbangs, you know? She's not? I don't, I don't know. She yeah. Like, to me, like someone yeah. would do a gangbang. <laughs> well, in the porn world, she had this very innocent uh, yeah. reputation, I guess, for a while. And yeah. Then she, and then she, you know, and she kind of spaced her career out. Like, yeah. oh, now I'm going to do my first anal. Now I'm going to do Yeah, that, I know, guess so that's true. Was yeah. But so I was like, well, what am I going to do? So, yeah. Um, so I hired a circus. Yeah. I hired a fucking circus. Um, they're actually people I've I've known for a while throughout the years. I've done tattoo conventions with them and stuff. Um. And I saw them when I was uh, when I went to see Danzig a couple months ago 
earlier this year um and when i went to see Danzig, they were all like performing kind of it was like a festival so when people you know um so you walk around whatever and just right in the middle of the grass they were there was like 50 of them like performing and it looked so cool and Danzig was actually really terrible that year on stage no you know offense to you Danzig you know what's really, really funny hit a lot of the notes is that um, one of the guys who was in Danzig is my next guest after you oh really yeah who, he which was one? a guitarist Josh Lazy oh that's funny yeah what like today yeah oh okay. like he's gonna be in here like well, right he, after you well he did a great job but, but I, I, I don't know, know. I anyway. honestly no. like he was <laughs> but, in Danzig a long time ago it was just yeah, weird that you brought that funny. name up yeah, yeah. So then, you know, and I was like, wow, this this circus troupe that's supposed to just kind of be a sideshow mm-hmm. in between bands, I think, is actually a little more entertaining than the actual uh, main yeah. act. And and I was like, wow, that's so cool. You know, and I knew they'd been touring with Jane's Addiction. I saw them on Jimmy Kimmel, um, this particular circus troupe, um, my friend Steve, Steve Truitt, he's the, the leader of them. And so I saw him. I was like, oh, it's good to see you. I was like, that's so cool that you guys are all here. This looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember seeing them. At tattoo conventions, like on the East Coast, like when it was like just him and like two guys and there was no like special costumes, you know, and it was like not a big theatrical thing, you know. Um, It was just like suspensions and that was it. And then, Mm. you know, it was really cool the way they they combined all this theatrical shit along Mm. with it. And I was like, you guys should really do this in a movie. And he was like, we'd love to. Um, we'd love to be featured in one of your movies. And I was like, okay, I'm going to think of something, you know, because this needs to be something. And, you know, I thought of doing like a whole movie, I don't know. I just played with the ideas. And then when I thought of doing a gangbang, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to do a gangbang and I'm going to have a circus in the background of the gangbang. Um, that and is, that's how it came together. Yeah. I, well, I am actually, I haven't seen anything. Well, I guess you didn't stay for the video, but it's like while I was doing the scene, I couldn't see what they were doing in the background. So I really had no idea. I was going to ask so you, So it's like, going to be a surprise to me. What did they do? Me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they better have done something. <laughs> They're all just standing back there watching yeah. the whole time. I know. Well, I could see when the guys were like, you know, kind of taking turns and off to the side, I would see them turning around and like looking at the gang ring, looking at the, the circus, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but you saw in the pictures, I couldn't even really tell in the pictures when you're we doing the sex stills, I couldn't really yeah. see what was going on in the background, but you know, like seem, seem to be like fire, yeah. lots of fire, fire, suspensions, yes. you know, then the BDSM, like whipping and yes. stuff like that. It just flogging. looks like, like a fire pit from hell. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I, I hope that you were entertained shooting oh, it. Oh no, I loved it. It was so, it was so fun and it was so different than what I normally do. And it was nice too, to honestly, just to be able to focus on the stills because mm-hmm. normally I have to do everything like the stills and the video and the styling. Yeah, and the it was challenging and it actually went really smoothly. I think because you designated like different jobs to different people and everybody yeah. had their own part and they knew exactly what they were doing. Yes. I was really worried about the circus people clashing with the performers. I had to go over it with all the girls. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, I know that you guys are do fetish modeling or like, you know, you're, you're like probably to your friends, they think that you're like in porn, you yeah. know, but you guys haven't been around guys like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like the, Marcus Dupree. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, how is Marcus Dupree? You know? And I was like, some of these guys, like, you know, that they walk into a room and they fuck people. That's what they do yeah. every single day. Yeah. You guys are all sitting around in lingerie. They're not fucking you, you know, yeah. like, and their penises are going to come out yeah. and they're going to be like near you. So I just like, 
I need you guys to be aware that like, yes. these guys are going to be horny guys, and there's one girl for them all to share. <laughs> and <laughs> you only be... have so many hands. Yeah, and I only have so many hands. There's only so much I could do. So I just, like, be aware. Like, please don't be offended if they're jerking off looking at you. Like, to me, that's normal. Yeah, I, totally. If I see a guy on set and I know he's having kind of, like, a rough day and the girl he's working with is, like, not so into him, and I see them looking at me yeah. as a director, I'm like, oh, cool. And I'll, like, lift my shirt up. And I'm like, yay, I love attention, you know. But other girls... <laughs> Other girls might be a little creeped out by that, you know. And like, I'm like, these guys are not usually around girls that they're yeah. not having sex with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not used to it. Yeah. It's... They walk into a room every day and they fuck people, sometimes multiple people. <laughs> you don't know what that's like. <laughs> I know you think you lead a really alternative lifestyle because you and your husband might be polyamorous or have orgies or whatever. Right. But that's different, you know? Yeah. Like, that's different than, like, people that are just almost like clockwork. Every yes. day. You know, a lot of people, I was like, so please, you can't get freaked out. These guys are looking at you and jerking off. Because, yeah. Because you're there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, same. So, I mean, it's, it's like... The, the same thing for me. Cause like, you know, some, I'm a woman, yeah. I, you know, what was funny. I loved that. So it was my first time meeting Marcus Dupree, which yeah. is hilarious. Cause I just had his wife on the podcast a little while ago. He's, a, he's something. Yeah. He has a lot of energy. He has a lot of, a energy. lot of energy. He's like, I mean, he is the new, like, I mean, I don't know if you ever, I mean, did you shoot like Nacho or Rocco? Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah my I mom shot Rocco a ton. Oh really? Back in the so day, I, feel, yeah. I mean, he's the, he's like them, you know, but young, yeah. you know, like all those guys are, are older now. So yeah. they're a little more chill, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like Steve Holmes is like super chill. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Steve Holmes 30 years ago was, yeah. you know, it was just like, you know, you know so. who I think is like never gonna like calm down is Tony Rebus. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever calm down. <laughs> like, it's true. He's like he's like it's forty. It's true. You're right. He acts like a twenty year old. Yeah. He is that guy's so got so full much energy. energy. Yeah, I know. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, I love it's him. Respectable and it's amazing. It's it's amazing. And um. But, but that's what makes these guys who they are. Yes. I don't think Americans can have that kind of energy. No. I just don't. There's yeah. something in the water. I've, I've tried to ask them before. Yeah. Like, I've asked Steve, you know, I've, I'm like, what is in the water out there in fucking Budapest <laughs> that makes all you guys, like, these sexual, like, I, I don't even know what the word is. I, it's not even a sexual athlete. Like, you guys have this sexual energy. Superpower. That does not exist here. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Look at Charles Dara. That guy's amazing. You know, I, I actually, I don't really know him very well. Oh. Oh, he's the best. But he's can he do double anal for two hours? You know? Double anal's a whole different ball yeah, game. You I, know, I, that's I, beyond being horny. <laughs> I'm not sure if he does, like, the gangbang thing. I don't know. But I do know that I've worked with him a ton. And I used him for DP Star, where the girls, like, part of the audition was doing a blowjob. And so each girl was like anyone seven. Anyone can get a blowjob. Se- yeah, I know, but anyone he would have bl- to like put his dick away and then come. They'd have to act in the scene. Yeah, yeah. But before he's he got the blowjob. A lot of really, really, really hot girls. Not every single one of them was. Well, you know, and also they're all competing. Yes, so they're bringing their A game. But right before him, we had another performer in um, who couldn't do he it, and do we it, actually right. had to kick him out and have Charles come in yeah. and take over for him. No, it, it's it's stressful. It was know? a stressful scenario too. There was a lot of people on set and judges. Like, yeah, judges. <laughs> I mean, Nikki Benz was judging. So <laughs> it's petrifying. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nikki Benz and Tori Black and Kieran <laughs> Lee. Yeah, we're all judging. Yeah. That's, so that's petrifying. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And Charles just nailed it. But Charles is no, amazing. That's great. Yeah. Um, he, but he's. I, I know what you mean, though. Like, there's something about like the European male talent 
where they're and very, they love anal. Yeah, they love it. Like I yeah. know my my husband. He's done very few like all anal scenes. Mm-hmm. And he when he gets when he gets I don't know how many he's actually done, um, but like you know he uh, he so likes for those of that who don't vaginal know, sex. You so know for those who don't know your husband is small, small hands. hands. Yeah, you are, and it's funny. I remember you actually shot him like very early on. Yes, no? when you guys first started dating, yeah. I shot you guys yeah. together. Well, it, we were actually we had been dating for like two years, but he had just recently started performing, and he hadn't even performed for other people okay. then yet or okay. anything like that. That's and like yeah. I knew he was new at something. Yeah, he was new, at, brand new at performing, and he was so sweet. And I yeah. remember I really liked him, and afterwards He's, I was like, Duran, I like. One. Yeah, he's yeah. so nice. I mean, we're married now. Yeah, which is also crazy. I still always call him my boyfriend. Yeah, it feels like I'm like like it's almost too adult to call him my husband. Didn't he like propose to you on Twitter? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> was it really a proposal? I kind of just started planning a wedding <laughs> to the point where my family at some point was like. Is he coming? <laughs> Does he know about this? Because I know. <laughs> what was your wedding like? Oh, it was really, it was that really legitimately the best day of my life. And, you really? know, I'm so happy we did it the way we did it because so many girls and guys for that matter, they get so stressed before their wedding and yeah. on their wedding, they don't actually get to have any fun. Yeah. Basically like two weeks or something before Halloween. Um, and, you know, we obviously, we love Halloween. Yeah. Um, I was, I got booked to uh, like dance in Vegas that weekend mm. And I was like, oh, you should come with me. It's Halloween. You know, you're not working. Like, we should, you know, do mm-hmm. something. We can have fun in Vegas on Halloween. And he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I'll, I'll come with you. And um, at some point I was like, maybe while we're there we should get married. And he was like, really? Because <laughs> I know for a long time, like, it's kind of. Had you guys talked about marriage? Yeah, we had okay. talked about I knew he was like, he kept. It's like we share everything. We share all our I like I manage the money in our relationship, mm-hmm. you know, cuz you're he gets, practically I'm, married. Yeah, and yeah. and like so I know he kept trying to like save money to buy a ring. I know he'd been talking about it with friends, you know, yeah. but then like when you, we kind of put all our money together for things anyway, like it would get complicated and yeah. you could tell like I knew what he was doing. He would try to like like take money out, you know, and be like, "Oh, well, I need to um, you know, like pay this credit card bill." I'm like, "Oh, but I paid the credit card bill." So, you know, what? I'm like, "Oh, he's trying to like, That's you know, so it's it's like funny cute. to, you know, the way modern people date. You yeah. know, it's it's hard to do things the old-fashioned way." And yeah. I was like, "You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do all this." I know he was just kind of flustered because he did he's an old-fashioned guy and he wanted to propose in the old-fashioned way you right know? and then just life kept happening you yeah know? and then I was like I love that like you thought or you knew that he was taking out money to like yeah. buy you an engagement ring and not like to get hookers on the side oh, or something no, like that no. I knew what he was trying to do um and uh, you know life just happens you know yeah. we kept planning new things and doing new things you know and it's like um yeah and then at some point I was like all right why don't we do it? I've always wanted to get married on Halloween. And he was like, okay. And this was like, I remember I was like running out the door to go get my nails done. And he was, I was like, okay, would you be cool with that? And he was like, um, yeah. Okay. And then I was like, okay. And literally while I was at the nail salon, which is why I think everybody should get married in Vegas. I booked an entire wedding in like 30 <laughs> minutes. That's a, you <laughs> like, are like miss-efficient like, though. That like, doesn't surprise me at all. Like, I was like, why does everybody not get married in Vegas? This was fucking awesome. So I called the um, 
there's a, a chapel in Vegas called the Viva Las Vegas Wedding Chapel. Uh-huh. And, you know, they do the Elvis weddings and whatever. Yeah. And they had a Grim Reaper wedding, like an entire Grim Reaper what? wedding. Yeah, where it's like in this like graveyard with like smoke and like the Grim Reaper actually comes out of like a coffin and marries you. That's amazing. Yeah, and I was on the phone with them. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Give me the Grim Reaper wedding. And it was literally like booking some kind of hair appointment. I was like, I want to do it on Halloween. Um do you have a 4 p.m.? And they're like, ah, oh, we got a 6 p.m. And we got a 3 p.m. And they're like, which one do you want? Like, I was like, all right, I'll do the 3 p.m. But if somebody cancels, can you call me? And let me know. It was like so ridiculous. And so I booked that. And then um, my friend, fortunately, I had a friend who had like recently opened up a restaurant mm-hmm. in Vegas. And then I was like, oh, do you guys have like a private room in your restaurant? He was like, yeah, Why? I was like, I think I'm going to get married. And he was like, you think? I was like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> so um, can I just book the room? And it was kind of funny because I was like, I just want to book it for 10 people. And then I told my parents. And then my parents just invited a zillion people. And then I called back like 20 minutes later. I was like, do you have a room for 30 people? And then at some point I was like, okay, 75 people are now <laughs> somehow coming. And then he was like, well, I can't. I the, there, you, not that many people can fit in the private room, but I could put you like upstairs in the restaurant. There might be other people there, you know, but I can give you like an yeah. area. And I was like, I don't fucking care if the restaurant's open. I don't yeah. need to close it down. What do I care? That'll be fun. Yeah. You know, there'll be other people there. What do I care? Yeah. You're an exhibitionist. Yeah. You're oh, all about yeah. it. What do I care? So, I mean, it's like. You're just gonna gangbang in front of a bunch of circus performers. You'll yeah. get married in a restaurant. I'm married in a restaurant that's open. I don't care. So I mean, so we did the actual reception in right. the in the in the, in the uh, Grim Reaper wedding. <laughs> I would highly recommend it. Viva Las Vegas wedding chapels. You know, it was like fucking awesome, dude. I can when we were posting pictures, people thought like. We went to like uh, to horror nights. Oh, like, really? Oh, you guys at Universal? We were gonna go there later, and I was like, no, we're getting married. <laughs> that is amazing. Like, you know, my parents got married in Vegas. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're they're still together. They are. People think if you're marrying someone in Vegas, it has to be this like dirty thing, like yeah. that you don't want other people, dude. And and like they did a drive-through wedding. Did they? Just the two of them. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I I know some people who did it that way. No. Um. But yeah, they, here they was our a- wedding. Oh my god. Okay, wait, let me see. Oh, that's wait, do you have blood running down I did, from your yeah. eyes? <laughs> so he had devil horns on and I had blood all over my face. <laughs> and I literally I bought like a bride of Frankenstein dress, like a bride of Frankenstein costume. Yeah, you know, there was this that morning at the uh, marriage license bureau. Oh my god. That is and so you know, getting cute. married in Vegas is like so much fun. Like everywhere you go. They're so used to weddings. They, like, know exactly what to do. Yeah. Like, you tell the hotel you're getting married, and they put, like, balloons in my room and champagne and everything. And, like, I was like, this is great. And, like, um, yeah, everywhere you go, they're like, yeah, these were, like, bridesmaids. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everybody had, like, satanic, like. Yeah, does she have a pentagram on her forehead? She has a pentagram on her forehead and blood running down her eyes. Dude, that's so cool. It was so much fun. Yeah, I had, had, like, like, everybody, um. Every, I told my family they all had to wear costumes. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so they all came in costumes. Um, yeah, and they put your name on the marquee. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. That's so it cool. Really, I, and like, I, so, like, it was about, like, two weeks earlier that I planned it. Um, and, yeah, like, 75 people came. Cause, and that's another good thing about Las Vegas. You, there's, like, you can fly in there really easily from anywhere. There's cheap hotels everywhere. There's, like... You know, so yeah. everything was super easy. And it's I've been set to- up for, like, large parties of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
That's so cool. I couldn't believe it's already been. I love that. You know, yeah, weddings are, I mean, I've been married That once. was my family picture. They all wore costumes. Oh Here's God. a big, giant Jewish family all wearing costumes. That is so great. Yeah. We had a great time. And it was wow. super not traditional. And which is which is so and new. my yeah and my yeah. and you know my family I was like really happy they all really like had a good time and like um, played along with it you right. know because I was very much like this is <laughs> this is our stupid little wedding cake oh it was God. like some little Halloween cake from Costco oh, that's <laughs> with amazing a, with a spider that says boo <laughs> <laughs> I was like whatever and we were super happy you know you know that's I mean that's so great because I think that. So many people, I agree with you. So I was married once. We got married like last minute at the Ventura County Courthouse because he actually had to get like for immigration reasons. Yeah, because he couldn't move here. Anyways, so I spent like $150 on my wedding. Right. My divorce cost me a lot more than that. But I think if I ever did get married again, you know, these huge like weddings that I see people put on, all the stress, I feel like I couldn't handle it. It takes romance out of it. Yeah. And I think that especially somebody like me who's so particular about details, I would spend the entire time being like... The flowers aren't right. Yeah. The reception, People the music's spend, not like, right. Twenty grand like, on just the flowers. Yes, you know, and yeah. it's like, don't you want to use that money on your life together? Yeah, like, I think I must have on spent, a honeymoon, maybe. Yeah, I think I think I must have spent uh, like I don't know twelve grand or something. Yeah, on my wedding, and that included I I got to like fly my whole family out and book yeah. them nice hotel rooms and like you know and and like you know, and the good thing was because I didn't have like all this bullshit like. Like like a DJ that does yeah. this and invitations, you know. Yeah. People spend so much money just on the, a paper invitation. Yeah. I mean, those are not cheap, you know. No. And like, and everyone uh, throws them away. Anyways. Yeah, and a, a DJ to like sing all these songs and everybody's just like sitting there, kind of looking awkward and do yeah. all these dances, you know. So I mean, my family, we all love food. So yeah. I, because I didn't have all this bullshit, I was actually able to get really, really, really like amazing food. And yeah. a lot of times, the food has to get sacrificed at a wedding yes. because and you're just kind of getting whatever bullshit you can make in in mass quantities right. you know from some boring ass catering hall and we actually right. got to have like like amazing like really like gourmet food because i didn't have to like worry about like all the other bullshit you know yeah. so you kind of just have to pick and choose like what will really make me happy that day right. you know and i was like food alcohol and death <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so great <laughs> And, you know, and we, everybody actually had fun. Like, even, like, my aunts and uncles and, like, some, I have some real old school, like, traditional Jewish people in yeah. my family that you would never think w- that w- would have been disgusted by something like this. And right. they all called me the next day and said we had the time of our lives, you know. That's we had so, so much fun. So there's not, like, one way to do a wedding, no. you know. And we were, we were like, trashed, you know. We were actually able to, like, get drunk and have a good time. Yeah. Because we weren't, like, sitting there, like, micromanaging everyone. Right, You know, like, right. worrying about every last detail. Or having to, like, fight and... with a wedding planner over, like, nonsense, you yeah. know. So... Um, and, um, yeah, and we just, we said our, like, it was actually kind of appropriate and funny. Like when we were there, when we were at the chapel, you know, cause they were basically scheduling it every 20 minutes, like right. a new wedding was coming. Right. <laughs> and, like, 
There was literally three different, like, super spooky, like, couples, like, right behind us. You know, one with Day of the Dead makeup. And we were all like... Oh, my God. And they kind of put everyone in this lounge to, like, wait. But they decorated the lounge really nicely. Yeah. They had alcohol there and this and that. So it was, like, kind of funny seeing all the other couples who were getting married at Halloween. Oh, my God. That's so great. (laughs) They were all, like, hanging out. Their families were there. and My family's there. So... Oh, my God. Um, so, like, actually, I think they were super busy that day because we did have vows that we wrote. And the, the Grim Reaper, like, in the middle of the wedding, he's like, all right, now you may kiss the bride. And I was like, wait, we didn't say our vows. <laughs> it's like they must have forgot because I was really busy that day. So we just, like, stood on chairs in the restaurant and we, like, said them to each other. You yeah. Know? So we actually, like, really had the time. And, like, yeah. we, were, we were actually. You weren't being rushed by the Grim Reaper. Yeah, we weren't being rushed, you know. And we we were really drunk when we were saying them. So we were just kind of, like, speaking from the heart. And everybody yeah. was, like, crying. And, like, Aww. It was really nice. I don't mean to be, like, obnoxious right now. But no, it was, like, I love a super kind of nice, stuff. like, fun wedding. Yeah. Um, and you deserve with a very bizarre mix of people. And you deserve to be happy. Yeah, porn stars and yeah, people from Israel and you know, yeah. my mom is Israeli. Right. Um and yeah, so her Israeli family is pretty nuts, like all Israelis are. You know. <laughs> One of my best friends is Israeli, yeah, and um, they're very she has intense people. Hilarious stories about her mom always trying to fix her up on dates with other Israeli yeah, men. Yeah, no, and that's what they do. She's just like it's and she the doesn't worst. Want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. Yeah, they're just like what he's he's makes a lot of money and he's Israeli. He's, and he's Israeli. Yeah. What's wrong? You yeah. should be in love with him right now. <laughs> uh, they think that's like all people look for in other people. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. So you're close <laughs> to your family. I am. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like, and actually like, I actually wrote about it in, um, Gisley's book mm-hmm. that, um, they published. Um, I, um, in the book, like it, a bunch of different porn stars talk about their relationships with their family. Oh, interesting. Um, it's called Coming Out Like a Porn Star. Um, and I, I guess it's different people coming out to their family about being a porn star. I actually right. wrote about it in that book, how like doing porn made me a lot closer with my family. Because when I first launched Burning Angel, you know, uh-huh. when I first started my career, so many of my friends that I did not think would give a shit were like super judgy and weird about it. Yeah. And like a lot of people were like hating on me. Like, you know, I used to be very active, you know, in like the punk world. And like, you know, there was like all these like punk like message boards I used to post on. Um, And all these people were like ganging up on me and like saying really mean things. And, you know, bands I liked, like these like local bands were like talking against me, you know, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like that doesn't sound very punk rock to me. No, it didn't. It was really weird. I was like, you know, all through the years, I thought it was like a rule. Like, like I, all my friends that like, you know, people wouldn't understand this. who like weren't in the punk scene, you know, but I was like really part of a very close, like tight knit punk scene. And it was like, I had so many friends that like, they started their own little record labels or they, you know, and they, they had their own band and whatever. And I, I always supported all of my friends and no matter what they did, even if I liked their band or didn't like their band, they were part of the punk scene. And if you're part of the punk scene, you support what your friends right. do. This like do it yourself thing, yeah. you know, like if you start it yourself, I mean, if you were like, if you were like a band that went to a major label, then you were allowed to hate on them. That's fine. Right. Because you know? they sold but out. I was like, I didn't violate any rules. I started this myself with my own money. I didn't get, yeah. I didn't get shit from other, you know, other people. I like put banner. I don't know. I, I felt like I was like following all the uh, punk ethics that I was right. raised by. And he's like, you're supposed to like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. And so many people are being like total, you know, really mean to me, you uh-huh. know? And, um, 
And that was very bizarre to me because it was this like community that I, I felt so close to and, and a community that I straight up ditched my own family for. Like, you guys aren't my family. Yeah. I didn't choose to be with you guys. Like, fuck you. Like, totally didn't appreciate anything my family ever did growing right. up because I thought that these people were like my family. And that's not to say, like, I, I do still have a lot of wonderful friends from yeah. the world, you know, like it was, but um, I had never been like the the victim of like everybody, you know, kind of ganging up on me. Yeah. And I was like, well, this kind of sucks. And I just remember feeling like super stressed and like not knowing what the hell was going on. And like, I remember the first thing I thought of was like, I need to call my mom, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember going home that weekend. Cause it was right when burning angels like launched, this mm -hmm. was all happening. And it's, it felt like to me, like everyone in the world was talking about it, even though it was probably only like 30 people. But yeah. like to me, that was But it my was world. your people. Yeah. So wait, had you never done porn before? I had never Burn done porn. In no. Angel. So okay, burning right. angel launched in, uh, God, it was April 20th. <laughs> Wow. A, a, a 420. 420. Which is a bit of a holiday on college campuses. And I was yeah. living on my college campus and there was a party at my house. And um, I, we had a bunch of bands playing in the basement and stuff like that. And um, I ate a bunch of vegan pop brownies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. And then it was like everyone at the party was like, did you really start a porn site? Did you really start a porn site? There wasn't even video on yeah. there at the time. It was literally... It's so crazy to think about this now that this was a big deal. Yeah. It was four sets of photos. And I was just topless. I didn't didn't even show what? my vagina. That's it. Just pictures. Pictures of me and then three of my other friends. Wow. Punk rock chicks. Yeah. In on this website. Yeah. That's all it was. And then I put like a few band interviews on there because uh -huh. I wanted to I, I remember thinking at the time like oh I want to make it like like Hustler magazine but like yeah. online with yeah, like yeah, things yeah. to read and like whatever and that was it there was four photo sets and everybody was going insane and I just remember being at the party and I was like everybody was coming up to me you know like yeah. everybody was like did you start a porn site? How do you feel about like feminism and punk rock and porn? Like, do you think that porn is degrading to women? Do you think this? Do you think this? And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't realize what I got myself into. Yeah. You know, I was like, I, I, what the fuck is going on? You know, right. and it was this really crazy moment. And I, like I said, I wrote about it in Jizzly's book where it was like, I, I spent my whole, you know, I spent years being like a very big, uh, like political activist. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I had to remember standing in fucking Washington, like protesting things, like, you know, throwing things on the street, like going insane, like about these very big issues. Right. And like you'd walk down the street and people pass you and they don't even care. You yeah. know, like you're like, you're like standing there with 30 people and like with gas masks on and like, you know, with signs about like, you know, being like anti-government and this and that. And like people just like pass you on the street, like what? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> just another day, crazy hippies, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like just comparing. It was like I put some naked photos on the internet, and everybody literally stops what they're doing, and they all want to know about it. Like this is so weird, right. you know. And then I was like, you know, and of course I was also high on whatever was in the brownies, and I just <laughs> remember being like, I don't know what I got myself into. I don't know what I just did, you know. Like, and I was like, I either have to like take this website down and like never speak of this again or I have to take it and do something really amazing with it because this is obviously really powerful right and it it makes people stop and and think right and ask things and care about things and I was like but I don't know how to fucking 
I, I didn't mean to be like the spokesperson for all these things that I didn't even know about. I wasn't in the porn industry. Yeah. You know, I was a girl doing the same thing that everybody else was doing there. I just went to my bedroom and took naked photos and put them on the internet. You I know? can't believe that topless it, pictures make topless, people this crazy. It's topless. This is a different lifetime. Topless pictures. Literally, that was it. I just and remember just even being Monday, at the time. And just on Monday, you did, I did 47 a minutes yeah, of double anal. I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like... I went to my room and I like closed the door and I was going crazy and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I need to come home. You know, I don't want to be here. Uh, the, the next day I went home and I stayed with my mom for like five or six days. And I had told my mom I was starting a porn site and she was really not happy about that yeah. at all. You know, not thrilled, like totally took it out on herself. What did I do? What did I do to do this? Is this because I didn't do this when you were younger? You know, and she was really depressed. And like, I came home and I was like, mom, I need you. And she was there for me. And I didn't even tell her everything that was going on. She mm -hmm. was just like, what do you need? You know, and she made me food and like, just like we watched movies, you know, that she doesn't even understand because she still barely speaks English, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, you know, and she just treated me like a daughter, you know, yeah. and my dad did the same thing. I mean, and he wasn't happy about it at all. And I remember him telling me at the time, he was like, all right, well, I don't really know why you did what you did, but um, you need to finish school, please. You know, because yeah. I had like one more semester left and I yeah. was like, I will finish school. I, I understand what you said, you know, yeah. he was like, whatever you do, just please finish school. Right. So I didn't, I finished school and, um, you know, and I was like, I was like, I really appreciate my family, you know, yeah. they're going to be there for me no matter what, yeah. you know, this is something that it should have totally pushed them away. And I think I almost wanted to push them away, yeah. you know, because I, there's been so many things I've done in my life where I felt like I was trying to push them away. Right. I think my problem wasn't with growing up. I think my I think my parents liked me too much. I don't think I suffered from, you know, the unfortunate case of when people's parents abandoned them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, like, I learned. You got too much love. I did. I got too much love. I was like, they're going to like me no matter what, you know? Yeah. Like, I could, I could like, do anything, you yeah. know? And, um, so I really do value them. So if time goes by where I don't talk to them or I don't see them, I'll always make sure to go back home or, yeah. or you know, or, or send them something or call them or, you know, or whatever. And I really do um, value time with my family. And my husband, um, his family actually, uh, well, his dad um, disowned him after he found out what I did. This was before even he was in porn. Wow. He found out that I was in porn. I really hated lying to him. Yeah. Um, when I first met him, but Aaron, you know, he was like, we have to lie to him. We have no other choice. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's made me for the third, you know, in my porn career also, like, again, be like, I can't believe, you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, I can't believe that somebody would disown their child. Right. You know. Um, so, um, yeah, that was another time where I was like, man, my family is That's... like very amazing for, yeah, you know, yeah, no, you're, you're for, lucky. I am lucky and I, yeah. and I appreciate that. And, you know, and I wish it, it really does help keep you sane yes. in this crazy world. Yeah, I totally, you know, because you. like, you know, there's a, there's a stable thing outside of this right. thing, you know, and yeah. there's people out there and it's been, I'm sure you understand when you own your own business, like a lot of people that you meet and, and rightfully so. They're, they only want to be your friend because they want to get hired and they're trying to yeah. get ahead. You know, they want to get like a, a lot of and that. And that's fine. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to kind of use each other in this industry. Like, yeah. it's not like we met, you know, yeah. we're meeting each other in porn. I'm yeah. a producer. You're a performer. Like, well, of course, you're allowed to, like, use me, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. fine. I, I guess in some ways. And I'm if you're good, you. I'm going to use you too. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, 
And um, I get that, but I generally like people. Are, you know, someone's going to be like, "Let's go have lunch sometime." Yeah, and like, it's like no. you don't have to do that. You yeah, know? Just, I, I also just don't have time. Yeah, no. So I the know. time that I, I have, I want to spend I wanna with spend the people with, that I'm very close exactly. to that I never get to see. Yeah, exactly. So and once in a while, you know, someone will come along that you yeah. really feel like you yeah. connect with. I think Absolutely. it was a little. I'm kind of glad I'm older now because I felt like when I was younger, I was so close in age to a lot of the girls and then yes. I would become really close with a lot of them. Yes. Now that it's getting like the age gap is yeah. growing. Oh, believe me, girl, <laughs> I it's know. it's like nice where they can like, the girls can come to set and I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> you were like speaking a different language to me, but I like it. I remember know? when a girl uh, first came and she put on like some terrible music. I'm like, what is this? She's like, this is trap music. Trap music, music. Like, yeah. What's trap like, music? I don't know what that is. I'm like, I just got, I'm just barely processing the phrase techno. <laughs> and that's like old fashioned now. <laughs> no one does techno like, anymore. Like Skrillex is like, I'm a classic rock at this point. And I remember when that first became a thing, like Skrillex and Dead Mouse, and I felt like a grandma because. I was like not on that train, you know. Do you remember how K- now that's not that's the, it's a whole different thing now. Do you remember how K Earth 101 used to be like the oldie station? It was yes. like 50s music, and now it's like our generation. Yep. Yeah. Yep, like it is. late 80s. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I remember it was a very funny moment that happened sometime last year. I was doing a scene with um Holly Hendricks and uh Marcus Dupree, uh-huh. actually. And um I remember Holly was taking her uh, Pretty Girls, and I uh-huh. had, like, Spotify on. Uh-huh. And, um, like, Marilyn Manson came on. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, I love Marilyn Manson. My dad used to take me to see him. And I was like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> How old is your dad? Have you shot a- She was talking about, well, yeah, I was like, how old is your dad? And she said 36. And I was like, I'm 36. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. The day has come. Yep. And I'm about to fucking have anal sex with you. <laughs> and I am your father's age. <laughs> it's going to be even weirder when the... When I'm the age of the... At least, you know, most of the guys are a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, I don't know, it's like different, but like there's going to be a day when like I'm going to have to fuck a guy. A guy. Yeah. And well, I'm his mom's age. The guys like but don't kinda hot. The guys don't generally stick around in the industry very long because it's really hard to get to that level where you are a successful performer. Right. Like girls come and go. Girls come and go. That's yeah. easy, but like, you know, there's very few guys that the, are the, the on the last. level that you want to hire. Right. So, so I don't know, but uh that was very funny. Wow. Yeah, I remember the first time I shot a girl whose mother was my age. And actually, I was shooting two girls that day, and both of them had mothers who were my age. And I just wanted to jump out a window. I was like, oh, my God. Well, now, I mean, next year, we're going to be shooting girls that were born in the year 2000. That's insane. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. We are like a whole lifetime yes. older than them. Yeah. You know what I'll do a lot of times if I'm shooting a new girl? I'll ask them if they know who Depeche Mode is. Uh-huh. And most of them have never heard of it. And I will so like crazy. make them listen to Depeche Mode. <laughs> and then I won't give them their check at the end of the day until yeah. they tell me that they like Depeche Mode. Yeah. yeah. I remember a girl saying like, oh, like, yeah, I'm into punk. I like like old school punk. I was like, oh, what do you like? And she said like some 41. I was like, it was old school punk. <laughs> Good Charlotte. It was old school. Pressure. I was like, did you know there was punk like in the seventies? <laughs> Those are bands that I don't. They didn't even come out in the nineties. They came out in the two thousands. Yeah. Like, wow. Like they're not even, 
I heard somebody like something on NPR the other day about it's crazy. how. We oh wait, so. I know. You know what it was? It was the new tax bill. They were talking about the new tax bill that mm-hmm. Trump's passing, and right. they were like, "This is the biggest sweeping tax change since like the late '80s." And I was like, oh, "Okay, the late '80s mm-hmm. wasn't that long ago." And they're like, and "Then they were like in 35 years." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my it's god, old. it's a lifetime ago." Yeah, it's crazy. Yep, it's crazy. It it's nuts. And this is a crazy time. So, um. Now, okay, Sorry, so I just talked about a hundred different. No, things. that's fine. I mean, little, little, little. this like yeah, this, this podcast always form. just goes in an organic direction. I, I like don't that. try to manipulate like, it in any particular way. I'm just hanging out. Yeah, we just mm-hmm. have conversations yeah. about whatever comes up. Yeah. Um. So, have you come up with a? I just want to know if you've come up with a name for the gangbang yet, because I think I should call it. I know it's Joanna be... Angel's gangbang from hell. Oh yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's a good one. Gangbang in hell or from hell? I would say from hell because it wasn't a hellish scene to shoot. It was a lighting challenge for sure, but I mean, it was fun, you know. Like yeah. everybody was, and, you know, Mike Quasar was there, who I adore. He loves you so much. I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> it's funny we've only met once before. Yeah, you know, I've always said that every time I'd work with you, I'd always think like, you know, because usually I uh, cannot afford both you and Mike. Quasar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's one or the other, and you shoot it. stills and video, and like, right. there's just no reason, right? You know, so this was a time where I was like, oh, I've, I've like always wanted the two of you. I'd always be like, oh, my dream crew. If I could add yeah. unlimited budget, I would yeah. always have Holly and Mike there. See, people, you should all pay for your porn so that Mike so that, Quasar yeah, and I can work, can work together, together all on the sets, time. and yeah. then Mike will stop complaining about how porn is free. Exactly. Imagine a world. I mean, it might with change that. soon. With net neutrality? You might, maybe. I'm wondering if there going to be any... I've been trying to, like, rack my brain I know, onto, I've like, been, like, how too there busy could be a to... possible way that this could be a positive thing. I know. Because, like, well, you know, everybody might... has their speculations on where it's going to go, but it's it's hard to know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. There's, like, a... Because also, too, we don't yeah. know what the internet don't companies gonna are going to do. Exactly. You know? And whatever it is, it'll... Yeah. Nothing ever winds up benefiting porn. No. No one cares about benefiting porn. So no. Like, no, they want to use it, but they don't ever want to, like, contribute to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what makes it difficult working in, like, a shame-based industry because, like, everybody watches it and everybody uses it and everybody likes porn, but nobody wants to, like, talk about it. Yeah, or just let it be, you know, like, it's like, I feel like it, it's actually in a worse place now than it's ever been because it's more mainstream than it's ever been and yeah but still frowned upon like yeah like and i don't even mean like society i don't give a shit if somebody wants to like judge me like that you know but like 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 it's still a thing where you know i mean you have it i, I know with your assistant and stuff like if somebody works in porn yeah that doesn't count for a job anywhere yeah. you know and like you can't I put it think, on your resume no i even think, if you're that you're working as a lighting yeah, I, assistant on a production set it doesn't matter what the subject and is I have now you're still on, lighting it and you're still doing all that technical well, I think that work the, the camera i hate to use the term camera guys because they're yeah. camera girls the camera people okay in porn um i think are so much more talented than than anybody outside of porn because well, first of all they are shooting every day yeah you know a lot of the people that i know who are DPs in, I also hate to use the term I know. mainstream. Or we, I thought you were going to say DP. Oh, I hate because to use the term, I but I hate to use the term mainstream because us in porn, we call everybody who does anything that's not a porn mainstream. I know, know, right? I have friends that do quote mainstream things, but they're not very mainstream, but whatever. Yes. I'm, I'm not friends with the person that shot, you know, fucking Avatar, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I do have friends that, you know, they're, they're, they work in not porn. They work in not porn. Yes. Well, sometimes it's commercials, you yeah. know, it's this and that. And, 
I do not think they could pull off what any of the the camera guys in porn pull off where they're coming with their own lighting, you know, with their own equipment where they can just like shoot for 12 hours in a day and yeah. basically get like a whole movie done, you know? The, the can... budget constraints that we work under, I think, have made us really efficient Really workers. efficient. Yeah. We are so – I hear the way some of my friends who make – move regular movies work and it's it drives me insane yeah it takes them like a year and a half yeah. to finish a movie and there's 20 like, people standing around on set doing nothing doing nothing yeah and like all of us it have takes like 10 so jobs long to do nothing yeah and then they sit on fucking kickstarter for two years before yeah. they can even like do anything you yeah. know and they then they need a kickstarter just to make their kickstarter video to like yeah. raise money to like make a movie that never even gets finished. Right. And then when it gets finished, they can't even figure out how to put it in distro. It's like, I I think of a movie, like I was thinking of this game being like, I don't know, three months ago and now it's done, you yeah. know? <laughs> and that was a pretty involved project, yeah. you know? like, And like, I think that, you know, like, like Quasar and Alex and Matt and you, you know, you guys are so talented and and the conditions you're able to work under and, and come out with like such a great product. And like, I see, I see like, especially on like music videos, they copy porn all the time. Mm -hmm. they, they copy porn all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, especially these days. Yeah. I like when I, when I go to the nail salon, that's when I like zone out and just like catch up on like, you know, because you never see music videos. You know? Right, I, I love guess. music. Videos. I do. I love. Music I actually videos. like to and watch do, them for inspiration. I do. For yeah, my you scenes. get really yeah. good ideas. But yeah, I remember seeing uh, what's that band? Um, uh, Fifth Harmony. If oh, you even want to call it a band, it's yes. not really a band. It's yeah, like whatever it is, like the new Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, dude, their videos, their music videos are straight up porn. Like they definitely, <laughs> like they are. Like I was like, oh, is it because they don't really have? any uh talent as a musician so they had to just make sure everybody could jerk off to this like it's seriously somebody <laughs> could jerk off to it like it's absolutely they're like rolling around on the beach and the sand and they're doing that like booty twerking shot yeah. like it straight up looks like a like a mason or like an elegant angel porno yeah. or something you know but their like, instagram won't get deleted no i know yeah. and i was like this is uh, they straight up copied like like they are making sure somebody will get aroused by this video right. and they used porn to do it, but it's not fair because they had more money yes. and more time yes. to do this. So it's a little bit better. <laughs> it's not fair, but that's just because they had more money and more people and more time, you know? Yeah. But it is like straight up. They were like totally copying porno. Like definitely they must've given the girls in the, in the fucking group. I can't call it a band <laughs> pornos to watch just so they could imitate the strip teases in the beginning. Because yeah. it's such an exact replica, you know? And I see ads, like I've definitely seen stuff that like Kim Kardashian's in or just like perfume ads or like mm -hmm. alcohol ads, like mm -hmm. completely copying um photos the way that like porn girls are represented on box yeah. covers and stuff. And yeah. they have all day yeah. to take one picture. Yep. We have to take like so many different things in a day. You have to take, you, know? you have like maybe <laughs> 20 minutes to shoot the box cover right. and then you've got to shoot and like the all the yeah, other stuff. Yeah, you're not even really, most people can't even really shoot a box cover. You just take a set of stills and cross their fingers and hope yeah. that one of them's good enough. You know, you're not yeah. shooting for one shot, you yes. know? Um, and I've always actually found that every time I do that, every time I shoot a box cover, it like never. I always wind up using a still from the movie. A still from the movie. You know, yeah. like I just feel like it's too much pressure. Yeah. On that one shot. Yeah, you know? it is. I, I've done move. I've done sets on on movies before. I've done stills on movie sets before. Um, long time ago, when I first uh, started, was uh, for Adam and Eve for Jim Malibu. I don't know if you remember him 
the director. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, the name. And I remember being so upset because like the photos were not the centerpiece of the shoot and right. I did not have time that to do anything. Right. They were like, okay, when are you going to be done? I like just started setting yeah, up lights. Like, I'm like, uh, uh well, that's why I made sure on the gangbang. I asked you, I scheduled time yeah. for everything. And, I wanted and nothing I appre- to be, yeah. I appreciate that. Cause that was a challenging lighting yes. setup. I was like, okay, this is going to take me a while. <laughs> and even then, like I wasn't able to like, cause the way the set, I mean, you heard me complaining about how, like the cr- I couldn't crop it perfectly. I mean, I know like once you retouch it and once you crop yeah, it, yeah, like, and it's, it's fine. gonna it's gonna look great. But like it's so hard for me because I'm so used to getting it perfect and raw. Right. Like well, I still like, look at like those pictures in the shot, and like, I have to be like, and I have to like take my hands and crop out the top and the bottom to even look at the photo because yeah. otherwise all I see is like going off set and it makes me crazy. Yeah. But that's it's amazing that I mean we we need that in porn, you know. Yeah. And I like working with people like that because I am like, um. Without, what's the opposite of OCD? I don't know. ADD, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. I, I will like shoot a scene and then at the end of the scene realize there's like a fucking water bottle in the corner. I'm like, God damn it. You yeah. know, like, but like I'm really neurotic about just like the casting and the idea or like, right. you know what I mean? And, and so it's always really good for me to work with people who are like really OCD because they will be, they will be able to pay attention to all the little details that I can't right. remember. And you know, it's, it's part of your guys' jobs. And I know it's a tough job because you guys all have so much shit to think about. But yesterday Alex was shooting for me and he was just like, oh, like you could see the cord over there, you know, yeah. the lamp. And that will make a huge difference. Yes. So to me, it bothers me. I don't know about to the consumer, but it's like, ah, oh, this just went, and you know, you spend a lot of money on these things. Even a cheap porn is expensive, yes. you know, like even just like Boy, girl, sex scene on a couch. Still thousands of dollars. It's thousands of dollars. It's yeah. like easily four grand. You yeah. know, four grand is, is That's still a, a lot of money. Scene. And that is doing it cheaply. But yes. it's still not cheap, you know? Yeah. Nobody wants to just throw four grand away. You yeah. Know? And like, you know, little things that you can fix. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like it when things all of a sudden look cheap. It's like, this shouldn't look cheap. Yes. You know? Yeah. We, we, we do it cheaply, but right. we need it to look. We need it to look expensive. Good. Yeah. And the problem is too, is that once you start noticing little things like that, like if there's something that I shoot and there's something in there that I didn't fix, I will fixate on that one thing. Like whenever I look at that picture, all I will see is that cord in the shot. Yeah. But that's I all know. I see. I don't see I the know. rest of the picture. Like, it makes me insane. That's mm-hmm. why I have to, I'm so particular about stuff. Cause I'll just go like loco later. Yeah. I know, uh, earlier this year, um, I shot it. It will drive me crazy forever. I like can't even look at the movie. There, we shot this like horror movie, and you know, for budget constraints, I had to shoot the whole fucking movie in a day. You know, um, how many scenes was in it? Four. You shot Actually, four. I shot it in like in a, a day, day, a day and a half. Yeah, I, so I shot one scene on one day, and then the, the three scenes. And not only were there three sex scenes, it was like de- everybody had to have sex, and then they died in the movie. It was like a horror movie. So it was like de- so we were doing the last like death scene mm-hmm. at like seriously like it was like two thirty in the morning, uh-huh. and then like. You can only get those things in one take, you know, yeah. because you got to like shoot blood everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and whatever. And it was Carmen Caliente and she was stabbing um, another girl in the scene. I love that girl. Yeah, yeah. I love Carmen. I love her. And um, and then they fucking did it. And then we were like, yes, okay, we're done. That was the last shot of the movie. And then like we re- rewatched it and it was like, there's a water bottle oh. right next to her. And there's nothing we could do. I was yeah. like, well, you know, some, you know, she had to drink water and then she, she was died. thirsty. She was thirsty. She just had sex. She had to drink water, you know. And then she died. And she died, you know, like, well, what am I going to do? You yeah. know, there's literally nothing I can do about it, you know. Was there anybody who ever pointed it out? I mean, I think later? because no, nobody's ever pointed it so, out. So, yeah. And you you're know, the only Quasar person who was saw like it. falling asleep, <laughs> you know. We had all been on set since like 9 in the morning, and, you know, just yeah. nobody knows what was going on, you know. So, yeah. Um, I was like, I can't let that happen again. 
Yeah. How about I just tell people they can't drink water? Yeah, there and you they go. Just take away their water. Yeah. How about that? Just don't let have it, anybody Nobody. have any of that dehydration stuff on set. station. Just <laughs> 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 gonna keep water away. Or maybe you just get water bottles with like your logo all over. Yeah, it right. Or something yeah, like make that. It part like of the, like part of the these setup. like these mugs. I know. This is this like is my very HR fancy. mugs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I have a present for you. Yeah. Because you've never seen this and I, I can't believe I didn't show you. No, I did a Goliath book like years ago. Yeah, I have this I have four out. Oh you do? So if you open it up to oh, I just lost well, the place. Oh, it's in the I... beginning. Oh you might recognize somebody in there. Oh, like not well, the I very know. beginning. Yeah, well, I, I would <laughs> You're like, Oh yeah, it's yeah, Fixia. Yeah, it's Fixia. Hooray. Really one of the best models ever. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. It's more Wait, keep going. Like, okay, do you just want me to look at a bunch of chicks? Yeah, you I'm could cool do that. that. You could just look I'll at a bunch of chicks. I can look at. So I'm photos. showing Joanna my Ooh. Goliath book. Who's this that? Is kinky laundry, right? That's Emma. Um, she's hot. She's super hot. She's actually a natural blonde. She's wearing a wig in that. Oh, I really like what she looks like. Emma, I forgot her last fucking she name. She was hot. Yeah, dude, she was mm. gorgeous. Sadly enough, okay, she is well, not. These are great photos. Keep going. Oh, Ryan Keeley. So I'm showing Joanna my. Uh, Okay, it's the next one. My that? um, kinky like... long. That's Jaden Cole. Oh, yeah, she looks like Britney Spears in that picture. In that, um, you know, in that, um, there oh, you are. Once upon a time. That was the first time we ever shot together. I think it was. It's... No, 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 no. Wasn't it? You shot me forever ago, way before this. <gasps> for so my mom's so, site. Yeah, for your mom's site. Yes. When it was by the car, you know, and yes. you put like grease all over yes. me and stuff. They were very hot photos. One of those photos made it to the cover of some magazine, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good shoot. That was, was that was back when we built sets. It was pretty awesome. Aww. Back in the day. This looks beautiful. Yeah. It was a good shoot. Your pictures are always so like timeless. Like Thank usually you. when I look at really old photos of myself, I'm like, ugh. Don't yeah. look at that. Don't look at that. And like <laughs> people bring them to me to sign at conventions. I'm like, I don't want to sign that. Yeah. I don't like that anymore. But this I think this is still beautiful. Thank like, you. Like I love it. Do you I find remember, that? Do you feel that? that was like? Do you still shoot in that cool hotel? Uh, what cool hotel? I remember it was that bondage hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, Robert's place. He actually moved his space. He's another spot in downtown, but it's really small. Yeah. Like the rooms are really small, so I'm just like, I, I don't think I can shoot in there. But if you're looking for a location, I can give you his yeah. info. Okay. Yeah. Because he he definitely new, has. Like, I always need new locations. Yeah. He and he's got um and he's cool with adult and he's got other um, other spaces. Mm -hmm. No, I mean he's got this like fetish uh furniture and all that all that jazz. Oh, he does all that great. stuff. But yeah, that loft was great. Really well, you've great. You've taken a lot of very pretty pictures of me, but yeah, I guess the last couple of times it's always been me hiring you, so you don't have them. Yeah. I know. Well, if, you have, if you make another book and you want any of your photos of that, I will I'm hoping, happily give them to you. Thank you. I'm hoping to do um uh more of an art book. Because actually, honestly, these books that Goliath puts out, um, they choose all of the photos. I have absolutely no say right. in what goes in no, there. I, I know how they work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you've worked with them, so you yeah. know how they are. They're very yeah. specific in what they want. So mm -hmm. I would like to put out a book that I actually like shoot specifically for. Oh, cool. Um, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get there when I get there. I'm, yeah. I tend to start a ton of fucking projects and um I tend to overwhelm There's myself. There's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, it's, you know? it's really annoying. I wish there was more hours know, in a day. I know, But that's good. I mean, it's good to always be busy. I go crazy if I'm not busy. Yeah, I, I do too. I complain when I'm too busy, but if I'm not it's busy. Same. 
Yeah. yeah. I just ma- I just make jobs for myself. But yeah. that's how it is when you run your own business. You have to hustle. You really constantly. have to hustle, especially living out here. Yeah. What do you find has been like the biggest change in the business that you've seen cuz you've been in for a while? Yeah. I mean, it's so different now. Yeah. Um you know, how do you the, think the, it's okay, the challenge how you, of how to get people to pay for your product is 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 difficult, you know. Yeah. I can't I can't say that's not that's like definitely the biggest issue. Right. Um you know what I think is depressing and I'm trying to figure out how to really deal with it. Like there's I feel like there's a there's really not a need for studios anymore. Mm. And I felt I, I spent so many years building a brand mm-hmm. of having this studio and now I feel like I'm but, you know, I've always had Burning Angel, Joanna Angel. I mean, they're they're one brand, but mm-hmm. two, you know, one's a person, yeah. one's a company. And, you know, and, and I love the brand that I built. I love Burning Angel, you know. Yeah. And, and I just feel like every girl is kind of their own brand now. You know, right. like I, I came into porn, hope you know, wanting to sort of make Burning Angel the way, like I always looked at the old school brands of porn because I loved them. I just mm-hmm. wanted to do them my own way. You know, like Vivid, how they'd have their girls and they'd mm-hmm. have these photos of all the girls. They're super mm-hmm. glamorous and these big movies, this and that. And I was like, I want to do that, but like do it with like tattooed girls and, and this and that, you know, and I, I felt like that's very much how I kind of like branded the company. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Is like this umbrella, but it's like now, it's like girls like don't really need that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and uh, it's it's interesting because the, it's they don't like, want to stand underneath someone else's shadow um, umbrella. They yeah. want to they want to do their own thing, and it's like, how do you do that? Because when I when I shoot girls, like it's like they they need to. I want it to promote the yeah. brand. Yeah, I can't have it promote their own brand. You know, yeah. hopefully it goes hand in hand. You yeah. know, hopefully a girl being on Burning Angel promotes whatever the hell she has yeah. going on too. As but opposed, ultimately, do you like, find that, do you so find it a problem that like girls come onto your set where you're paying them and then they like film a whole bunch of yeah, stuff for like their only and fans? And I don't want to be an asshole. You I know, know, same. So, so I've now told girls at this point where it's like, I should just like put a sign up. I just kind of, when I notice girls doing it, I'm like, hey, if you want to film stuff. And you know, the problem is I barely have time to film BTS for my own OnlyFans because yeah. I'm like, I'm like so busy running around right. on set doing shit. So, um, I just tell the girls, if you take anything on the set, we have to work on the honor system because I'm not going to look and see. If you take any video, whatever on the set, you just have to send it to me at the end of yeah. the day so I can use it too. Yeah. Because I feel like if you say, no, you can't do it. Like, what does that really do in the end of the day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't mind but, so much when girls do it. Um, but if I see, but- I, I saw a girl once take a finished product of mine. Download it off my website and put it on her many vids page. Yes, and I was like, oh, I told, but I told out. many vids. I was like, you know, this is the girl's fault. I'm never shooting her again. You know, she yeah. stole something from me. You know, she got paid decent money that yeah. day. It's enough that it's already, yeah, whatever. And she, you know, of course, she tried to be like, oh, I didn't know, and whatever. I'm like, how do you not know? This I took so a, much effort. I had for a you girl do. do the same thing to me. She but downloaded. Many vids should know. She really? Oh, they're they not sh- checking. I know, but it's like. They're not checking. I had a That's girl. Illegal. I mean, they would do that on YouTube. If you put copyrighted material up on YouTube, they take it down. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's yeah. just not fair. You have to have some kind of yeah guidelines for that, you know? I had a girl take one of my videos that I had paid her for and shot for my website and download it and put it like the whole finished it's product like on her OnlyFans. And I was like. And, and it's really hard. And, you know, <laughs> and I feel like in this day and age, you know, a lot of people paint producers as the bad guys, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so then if you say anything. Like, yeah. You know, everybody automatically feels like 
the second the girl steps on your set, she's some kind of victim. So if you have an issue with anything, you can't say anything. Right. Because the way porn is like painted you yeah. know, in the media, and it, it makes things very difficult because you yeah. don't want to be like an asshole. At the end yeah. of the day, this girl is, you know, giving up her body for, you know, mm -hmm. for the sake of what you hired her for that day. But but then there's just like a certain level. It's like, well, you're disrespecting what I'm, yeah. you know, you... Um, I think it's easier for you to kind of lay down that hammer because you're a producer. A I, I mean, sorry, because you're a because you're a porn know. star, so you work behind the camera too. Like for me, because I never have. Sometimes I, I I'm like, you don't know how this feels, you right? Know, like, and I don't. Well, come on. But you know, I, I but also like so for me, I don't mind so much if a girl like does. I, I don't mind if a girl like takes some video, like right. Cool, I know. Thing, as long as she nice, promotes yeah, me, yeah, promote your name. But promote, it's I'm when girls are sucking up time. Oh yeah, yeah when they're yeah. like in the, you know in the bathroom when they right. lock themselves in the bathroom and, for and, ten and, minutes you know, to shoot like a solo door. video. Yeah. You know, that they're going to the put With the makeup up, that you just paid. And you're waiting yeah. for them on set. And you're paying the location. <laughs> I know. An hourly thing. And I you're wait, And the girl's it's like just it's spending very, the whole yeah. time like taking selfies. Like when she starts cutting into my time, that's when, that's when I get pissed. But yeah, I just always tell girls now. I'm like, if you want to do it, it's cool. Just send them all to me. Yeah. Just give me everything. So yeah. I'll put it up too. Because yeah. I didn't have the time to right. shoot that this BTS that you're shooting. And that's valuable stuff that people like. So yeah. I'm going to post it too. I think that's fair. I so, think that's I think that's compromise. that's kind of how I I uh deal with it. Um but um yeah, it's a it's a complicated thing. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out what to do. I mean it's it's kind of the reason I'm I'm not having a an AVN booth anymore. I mean also it's you know it is expensive and I feel like yeah. it's almost a better thing for newer companies mm -hmm. to have because to it really exposure. did help us a lot in the beginning, you know, but now it's like everybody I felt like everybody kind of knows right. what Burning Angel is. So is it really necessary to have a booth? I don't right. know. Whatever. But it's like I kind of felt like the past few years, all the girls at the booth were pushing their own stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it. They're at AVN. They want to pr promote their own stuff. But it's like, but the reason I have a booth is because I want to promote yeah, my and I'm brand. Yeah, I'm paying you to be here and promote yeah, me. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I hear you. It's fine. So it's a complicated thing because I, it I is. you know. And then I feel like hypocritical because girls do look up to me because yes. they're like, well, you have your own thing. I want to have my own yeah, thing. Yeah, but you've worked so, really hard so to build I'm that gonna, brand. You know, but I get it. So I'm just like, you know what? Every girl should just go, you know, like like there's an, another company called like Inked Angels, but they're not a studio. They're just mm -hmm. like a, a like a website that reviews porn with oh, you know, okay. tattooed girls in it. But And so, you know, if you're, if you're at that booth, then it's completely like – fair game for you to promote all your own shit that yeah. you have going on. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't like to say no to people. Right. You know, I don't like yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. I don't like to say no. Yeah. You know, so, and I, I don't want to feel like an asshole and I don't want to feel like the bad guy, you know, so it's just kind of easier for me. To be like, and the no. problem with us too is that we don't have the luxury of like having a talent an agent or like a manager. Yeah. Like we have to be our own. So we have like to say our we own have thing. to have, like I, you know, so many, fr I have friends who also work in mainstream and People like can't believe that as a photographer, I don't have an agent. And I'm like, right. okay, well, first of all, everyone in the adult industry knows me. So like, yeah, why am I going to pay an agent? Right. Yeah. And imagine uh, if secondly, I was like, hey, I want you to take pictures of me. And you were like, you can talk to my agent. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. There's, I have no reason to do that. <laughs> and there's, so there's no point. And I can't afford to give somebody yeah, like 20% yeah. no, of my it's income. It's a different game. You but know? It, it is like, I wish I could create that separation because I hate talking money. I'm really I bad at it. I hate talking about money. I know. And, and it sucks. And it's, it's something so, everybody needs. 
Yes. But and, it's um, like, I don't want, I, I hate always, negotiating I always, I want to be fair about it. Right. You know, I, I really do. I don't want to But I would love somebody else. else to handle that for yeah. me. So I could just come in and do my job and I didn't have to worry about that. But we can't afford those we can't like do that. luxuries in our, in no, our business. No, no. Um, but at least I think everyone in porn is good at being honest about how much they want to get paid. Yeah. And I have no problem being like, I think you deserve that, but I cannot afford that. Yeah. And, and then when if a girl will say something like that to me, if, if the rate is just like too high for me, then I'll be like, and then they'll be like, well, I could like work a deal for you. I'm like, I don't want you to work a deal. I don't. I feel the same. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, so I, I, I want like, you I to don't, feel. I want you to feel like you got what you deserved. Right. I don't want to feel like, like you're doing me some big favor by being on set, you know, and I don't want to feel like, like I'm walking on eggshells because you're like lowering yourself, you know? And like, also I don't too, want you to cut a deal for me. I yeah. And you don't you want to, a girl checking her watch and being like, being like I well, said I'm, I would do yeah, this for eight hours right, and it's right. been 10 like, hours. You know so you're only paying me this much. I want to go home. Right. Like, and, and I don't want to feel that way. I want yeah. everybody to just be happy. And, you know? Right. It's a tough thing being a producer and, and being the, the person in charge. And I, I've had to come to accept at a certain point. It's like, you know, people like kind of have to talk shit about their boss sometimes. You oh, know? yeah. So it's like. I've walked in on my assistants yeah, talking shit about me. It's, it's like, pretty funny. It's okay. I get it. Some yeah. girls are going to come to set and, and they're going to have to complain sometimes. Yeah. You know, if the, and I get it. And I have to just I can't take it personally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, they have to, um, yeah, I have an assistant too. And I, I like, I, I like, um, at some point I like unfollowed her. Cause I was like, you know what? You should have the right to complain about work. You know, you should, <laughs> yeah. you should be able to be like, I had a shitty day, you yeah. know, like, I, Oh, this, Oh, my crazy boss. Like, you know, yeah. you should be able to do that. Yeah. And, I purposely and not have, you know, like, like keep an arm's distance from like my assistants in terms of friendships because I don't it's want a difficult thing. It We're is all a difficult working thing. so close to each other and, and I'm a performer and a producer, yeah. you know, like I'm literally having sex with people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having sex with people that I'm paying, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a, no one else has to deal with this. I know. It's that a, is a strange such a, dynamic. It's such a bizarre dynamic yeah you know yeah that that you can't really like you know and I really do I I'm not I've there's some people that really get off on making people miserable you know yes. and I really I actually get anxious if I know that somebody's unhappy I get so I get the same anxious I want everybody I want people to, to have a happy. good experience yeah yeah I want everybody to have a good experience and you know and I do I, I you know but I have to be able to do that within the the budget that I can afford. And also, too, and, there's know, some people with unreasonable expectations. And there's just some yeah. crazy And, you know, and I, I've really, I've, I'm very lucky. You know, I can weed out who I think I'm not going to mesh with. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's the good, the good thing about everybody putting their entire life on Twitter. Like, yeah. Sometimes if I think of hiring a girl and I look on their Twitter, I'm like, you know what? I don't think me and this person are, are really going to get along. I totally agree. Um, that's what so I try to tell girls it's sometimes. I'm just, like, you know, when you go I'm on, doing them a favor. I'm doing myself a favor. Yeah. It's better, you know, and, and, um, when you go on Twitter and you sit there and you fucking bitch about everybody and you just bring a lot of, every single person that yeah, ever hired you. And you just bring a lot of negative energy. I like, I don't want to be around that. I know. Because if you're going to do that to other people, you're gonna, you're pull gonna that same do shit it to me. me. I'm yeah. not. I'm not so special. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. If you, if you complain about every single person you work for, yeah, what's so different about me? We're all kind of doing the same shit. You right. know, you're gonna go on set. We might be ready for you. We might not be ready for you. Yeah. you. You might sit around. You might not sit around. It might be a beautiful location, or it might be kind of shitty. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you might love the guy you're working with. You might hate the guy you're working with. I don't know. I don't know what to do. You yeah, know? like there's only so much we're I can all do. doing our best. Yeah, and I, I think as a, um. 
Uh, as a producer and as a director, I try to give as much information. I know you used to be guilty of that because I, I don't know if you, like I'm, when I first got in the industry and when I was working for other people, I remember like all I would know is like it's a boy girl scene. Mm -hmm. And like I'd go to set, I wouldn't even know who was in the scene until I got there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Things, I don't know. It wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and I remember, you know, dating another performer. He, he never, he would like sometimes go to set and like not know if it was a DP or a gangbang or a mm -hmm. boy girl. You know, I feel like he would only really know who he was working with um, if it was like a big star, you know, if yeah, it was yeah. a contract girl. Then yeah, you yeah. get like a lot. And that's just kind of how, how things were. Right. And then I started like, like, you know, I remember like eh, probably a couple of years ago, like every time I text a guy, they're like information, you know, I'd be like, yeah. oh, boy, you know, whatever. Like, here's your call time and location. That's it. And then mm -hmm. they text back and be like, okay, who am I working with? And I'm like, why do you care? What do you need to know? What do you think this is? You know, because that's just the way things were back yeah. then, you know. And then when my husband started doing porn and he would get these like call sheets with all this like super detailed info of yeah. like everything, I was like, oh, this is how things are now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got to start doing that or yep. I'm, I'm like an asshole, you know. So now I try to give every guy and every girl as much information as I possibly can because yeah. I know I've been guilty of that yeah. where I just would book three guys and book three girls on the day and then just like the night before to figure out who to pair with who and like. Yeah. Not, not you know what I mean. I'm like you know what. If, if the more people know ahead of time, they can they can then themselves decide if this is the type of scene they want to do or not. And right, right. You know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, am I giving away too? Much? I don't no, know. no, no. I, no, I things like... have changed in porn, and I just remember it. It used to, I used to just not really know anything till I got there, and I, it never bothered me. Right. It wasn't something that made me feel. You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm coming with a clean test and a clean right. butthole. Yeah. <laughs> whatever all, happens, whatever, I don't care. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I, I love, speaking of buttholes, I love that you gave me, like, such great advice on, like, anal sex when I was dating that one guy who was just, yeah. like, all about the butt. Yeah, and I was like, here's what you have to do. Yeah. And he gave me, like, a whole... And did it work out? It did work out. Oh, good. Worked out great. And I was good. like, I was like, I have anal tips from Joanna Angel. Yeah. And now I know how to, like, make sure that I prepare my myself properly for this guy because I know he's going to stick it in my butt Yeah, because he does it like every time to the point where like I just expect it now well but are you using it now uh, you're not really having no we, we don't have anal that sex. much and if we do it's a surprise yeah <laughs> so he's always Dude, like surprise anal's the best he, he always does like so he's like I'm going to fuck you in the ass night I'm like okay yeah. cross my fingers there we go I don't know yeah, and I'm, sometimes I'll be like, look, man, if something happens, you didn't warn me, so, like, that's on you, literally, it's on you, you know? Because if you warned me, I would prepare, because I know how to do this. I've worked in the porn industry for a long time. I don't perform, but I know, you know, just from learning from you girls. Yeah. I mean, you girls have taught me so much about sex and taught me so much about, yeah. like, hygiene and, like, I mean, I feel no, really I mean, fortunate learned, to have all this information. As a performer, I've learned so much about my body. Yeah. And I really learned, you know, as, as a director, like... I mean, when I first got into porn, I didn't know what I was doing. And then just being a, being a director, like, I see girls on set so much doing these, like, amazing sexual things. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to do that later, yeah. you know? Like, I, like I'm going to do that. Like, next yeah. time I, I fuck someone, I'm going to, like, do that, you know? Or, yeah. like, I've, I learned so much yeah. from, you know, um, it's a lot of, like, really amazing girls. And I will say the one thing about the younger generation they really know how to fuck <laughs> they are coming with tricks that i guess they were watching porn i guess they were, yeah they know, had better access to it because they had the internet we didn't yeah. have that i mean some of the girls that are you know 20 21 that i've yeah directed or 
done scenes with over the, right. you know, in the past few years. I'm like, man, you guys are really good. Yeah. You guys are really good. You are like, and I, I wonder like how, how my life would have maybe been if I was like that good in bed at that age. I'm like, I probably would have been a more confident, happy person. You know, I felt like I was always like kind of yeah, but, hating you know, myself. You I know mean, what I mean? I'm like, God, if I gave a blowjob like that, I, I would have never hated myself when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, I'm awesome. <laughs> like, look at that fucking blowjob. <laughs> it's a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> Were you literally giving blowjobs like that at the fucking prom? <laughs> like, you know, when you shoot a girl who's 19, 20 years old, and yeah. that's like, you know, yeah. like, who? Who was getting, who was receiving these blowjobs? It's amazing. What local idiot in your fucking town was getting that fucking blowjob? <laughs> you know, the youth today, they're just yeah. so advanced. They are. They're very advanced. With and, their you know, Twitters and, and their Snapchats yeah. and their blowjobs. And there's some things about it that are very scary, but there's some things that are, are very amazing, you know? Like, yeah. I think these girls are... They have a lot of knowledge that we just weren't, yeah. you know, exposed to. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting time. It is an interesting time. Well, Joanna, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Thank you. On. It's cool. It was hope amazing. I, hope I didn't say anything that would... No, we, know, come on. Everything talking. you said was great. And mm -hmm. I mean, I knew this was me. I feel so casual here. You are. I forgot this I was being recorded. <laughs> it was all recorded and videotaped. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's always it's really good you know I, I i wish there was some kind of a collective for all the all the the female producers mm -hmm. in porn you know like it's um maybe we should maybe we start should start something. one we can all sit around and just you know yeah it's um i was know. talking to uh Lisa Ann actually about like a, like a big sister program, you know, for like new girls that are coming into the industry and like not knowing what they're doing yeah. or like anything like that. And just kind of like giving new girls it. Cause a lot of them don't yeah. even know like who they can talk to or who to give advice it's true. to. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough world. Because, but, um, you know, education is, is the biggest thing. And a lot of girls don't know that they can have access to that. I, I would love yeah. to do something in that. In that realm. I mean, I know, you know, there's APAC, which I know has been very helpful to a lot of performers. And, yeah. you know, I've been asked to, to join it before, but I'm like, I think performers should have a space, just like I said before, about uh -huh. you know, they need to have a space where they can vent and they can talk and they can say whatever they want. And there's not a, a producer director in the room. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think that they, I shouldn't have to hear what, like, well, who am I to say? I'm kind of biased here because I'm like, oh, yeah. I think, I think everything's fine. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. director. I'm the yeah. one. So, you know what I mean? So they should be able to talk to one another and, and air out whatever they need to air out without right. somebody there. Who's somebody who writes a check. You know yes. what I mean? Um, and even though I am a performer too, but I'm working for myself. So I don't have that like, yeah. you know, and if I, whatever. So it's like, um, I think it's better that they can let them, let them talk and, and yeah. figure, you know, decide amongst each other what they, what they think is are the standards that you know that right. they feel like should be met. Right. Know? Yeah, um, I totally agree. So, yeah. um, where can people find you on social media if they don't find already me know? At Joanna Angel on Twitter and on Instagram. Thankfully, that's another way that I'm old that I actually was able to have my name <laughs> on Twitter. Same. It's not same. like Joanna Angel underscore X Y Z or some like yeah, you know. And then your website is burningangel.com. Yeah, burningangel.com. Since 2002. <laughs> 
And make sure Making... you guys look out for her upcoming bang, gang bang, which we My think is going to be... Gang bang from hell. Gang... Gang bang. And, oh, well, let me plug some other things. Okay. I did this plug year it. start a whiskey. Did you know that? No. Yeah, it's called Dooms Whiskey. That's amazing. Yeah, you can get it on doomswhiskey.com. I, I was going to bring you one, but then I forgot. So, But now you can just buy one. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, you can buy it on doomswhiskey.com. Um, we only have... Uh, yeah, you can... Perfect. There, it's called Dooms. It's a uh, hundred proof. Um, so that was a new venture that I started this year, and I uh, I have a book. I have a book um, coming out. It's actually it's available for. It went up up on pre sales for Amazon just like the other day. Uh-huh. So it's a book called Night Shift. Um, it's a fiction book. It's not a memoir. Oh wow! It's a, it's an erotic novel, and it's actually a choose your own adventure erotic novel. It's kind of a uh, oh unique. my god, that's so yeah. funny. Uh, it's a it's a whole uh, novel about a girl that works at a porn store. Uh huh. Um, so uh, and all the uh, different people that come in and the adventures she has with everyone. Um, I worked very hard on it. I actually did go to school for writing once upon a time. So people <laughs> yeah, are like, you've always been a great writer. Yeah. People are like, oh, how was writing a book? Was that like really weird? I'm like, it's weird that I attempt to be sexy near a swimming pool. Like being this like sex, <laughs> yeah, being this sex superhero is not, is not anything that ever has come naturally to me. And every time I'm doing it, I'm like, I still can't believe like people right. find me arousing. That's like insane. But writing a book is something that, um, you know, I actually, yeah wanted to do for a really long time and studied for a long time and you know and I write all my scripts you know I've written a lot of feature movies over the year people are like oh but you haven't written since college I'm like I'm fucking writing all the time <laughs> you just fast forward through it assholes <laughs> the part that we work the hardest on I know <laughs> I'm like I write <laughs> maybe you should pay attention sometime <laughs> but um it's called Night Shift you can buy it on Amazon um there's many books I've realized also called Night Shift, but it is the one by Joanna Angel is the one that I wrote. Not there's actually a book called Night Shift by Stephen King that I realized. So don't you don't have to get that one. Yeah, don't get, get that Night one. Night Shift by Joanna Angel. Yeah, get the Joanna Angel one. <laughs> he doesn't need any more copies to be sold. He's doing fine. <laughs> and I don't think that one's about porn. So whatever. <laughs> Joanna's is going to be much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. But thank you, Holly. Thank it's been you. A very good time. It's always fun to hang out with you. Yeah, you too. All right, guys, so make sure that you check out Joanna Angel at Joanna Angel on all her social media platforms, Mm burningangel.com, Night Shift on Amazon, and Doom Whiskey. Yeah, Doom's Whiskey. That is Doom's with an S. Yeah. Okay. Get drunk and read Joanna's book. Yeah, get and drunk then and masturbate read to her porn. Yes, there you please go. Do. There is your evening planned out for you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys can find me at Holly Randall on Instagram and Twitter as well because I am also old school like you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you and me. check out my website at hollyrandall.com. And if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's funny that Joanna called that the gangbang from hell because that was actually an incredibly fun day and I had a blast shooting that. And what's funny about, you know, shooting a gangbang, when she asked me, I know that most people would be like, oh my God, either be really excited about shooting a gangbang because it's a gangbang or um, be kind of grossed out by shooting a gangbang because it's a gangbang. But for me, (laughs) I was just like, okay, there's going to be a lot of people in there. I've got several layers of bodies to light. How am I going to do this? What light modifiers am I going to use? Am I going to have to use how many lights? Do I need modifiers? Like all kinds of stuff. So um, for me, it was really just a massive lighting challenge. But it was, you know, with somebody who I really enjoy 
spending time with and who I love shooting. She's always so much fun. And it was really good to get to know her a little bit more here in the studio. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to have somebody on who is not a part of the adult industry. But what we have to talk about is so incredibly important that I really hope that you aren't going to miss this episode. I'm going to have my friend Josh Lazy on. He is an addiction specialist. He runs a rehab down in Venice. And he's also got many, many other credentials that's going to make him an incredibly fascinating interview. Um, he was a photographer who went to Aleppo, photographed the war in Syria. He's been all over the Middle East. He's got some crazy fucking stories from his travels out there. He was also in the band Danzig. So he's just an overall badass and a really interesting guy. And we're going to talk about addiction and we're going to talk about, you know, a subject that's very close to my heart because I have had my battles with alcoholism pretty much my entire life. So I'm really excited to talk about this with you guys and share this with you all because I'm hoping that if this interview can help anybody, it will make all of this worth it. So please make sure that you tune in next week for my interview with Josh Lazy on Holly Randall Unfiltered. <laughs>